Welcome to Our Shoreline, Your Horizon, a podcast by Dan Casey, featuring business and economic development news from St. Clair County, Michigan. Stretch your horizons in the beautiful shoreline communities of St. Clair County, home to one of the nation's busiest international border crossings. Learn more at edascc.com. Welcome to the podcast where we explore economic development trends, St. Clair County communities, and interesting companies. This is Our Shoreline, Your Horizon, and I'm Dan Casey with the Economic Development Alliance of St. Clair County, Michigan. Today, I'd like to welcome Travis Hewitt, who is the village manager for the village of KPAC. The village is located in western St. Clair County, and Travis and I, we're going to be talking about some exciting things happening in this small but tight-knit community. So first, Travis, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Dan, for having me. I appreciate you inviting me on. Yeah, no problem. Glad to have you. And Let's start by getting to know a little bit about yourself, you know, your background and what brought you to KPAC. Yeah, so I'm a graduate from Saginaw Valley State University. I got a degree in public administration and I started out with an internship with the city of Harbor Beach. I'm married, two young kids, so that keeps me busy. And uh, I grew up in the Thumb area. So I was born and raised in the Thumb um, in Harbor Beach, Michigan. My dad was a city manager. Uh, of Harbor Beach for for a long time. And, um, you know, so I I started my career actually as a deputy county administrator in Antrim County. So that was kind of my foot uh, getting in the door uh, to to government. And I've had a a few jobs along the way. And I I, uh, almost two years ago now, I landed in KPAC. And it's uh, it's been awesome. I love my job. And uh, we have a lot of things going on in KPAC right now, so it's it's really exciting. Yeah, uh, definitely. And we're going to talk about some of that today. But KPAC, for people that aren't familiar with it, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are, but, you know, it's a small town and it's a magnet for families who want, say, a slower, quieter lifestyle or just want to be away from the hustle and bustle of big say they can drive, you know, for jobs and things like that, but they want that kind of a lifestyle. Why do you think people like living in the village or near the village? Yeah, so KPAC has a lot to offer. I think in general, what happened was due to COVID, people really started to, that lived in the urban cities, kind of thought about where they wanted to be and they, they didn't want to be in a, in a crowded place, right? So they started to look kind of for smaller communities. And that's We've really seen, we saw population growth in KPAC over the last few years and our surrounding community, the townships around us. KPAC, you know, has a lot to offer. When you, when you think of KPAC, you think of a small rural uh, farming community. And also, you know, with that, if you're a, a family that was living in the Detroit area or the metro area that wanted to get to KPAC, wanted to get to a smaller community, you, you look at our school, you know, we have smaller class sizes for, for kids, which is a benefit. We're a safe community. We have an excellent police department that we pride ourselves on. We have high quality services. We offer the same, almost the same amount of services as the big municipalities offer. We have water, sewer. We do, you know, leaf pickup in the fall. We, we maintain our roads. We're a walkable community. We have sidewalks that we maintain as well. You know, all of these things. And I think KPAC really focuses on a sense of community. There's something to say that when you live in a, a community the size of KPAC, everybody kind of knows each other. They all look out for each other. It's really nice when you when you live in a community that small where everybody kind of, you know, looks out for you. So 
You know, some other things that KPAC has to offer is we have a great downtown. We have some beautiful businesses downtown, with which has a lot of potential that I think we'll talk about here soon. Uh, but also um, some some business owners that are involved in the community. We have a lot of events going on as well. So all of these things, I think, is what attracts people to KPAC. And then also, you know, we're kind of known as a bedroom community where people live in KPAC and maybe work outside of the area, but we're a short distance from Macomb or, you know, Port Huron here. We're centrally located, Lapeer, Flint, you know, so people can live in in the small town and enjoy all the things that KPAC has to offer, but also, you know, work outside and, and have a uh, a good job outside the area as well. There's certain uh, fundamental building blocks to any successful community, right? So that includes things like good schools, um, infrastructure, companies, right? So you have local commerce. But one of those fundamental building blocks is people and jobs, good jobs. And so you were fortunate enough about, you know, I think it was last year to land Axiom at the former Cahan plant. So let's talk about the impact of that company coming into the community with all of the many jobs that they'll be creating. Yeah, so the former plant shut down and after, I, I believe, 10 years of operation and, and the plant sat for a few years or approximately a little over a year, the EDA, you know, yourself, Dan, and your team played a crucial role in, in bringing Axiom into our community. And we're very thankful for that. You know, Axiom is a is a great company. They've been around for a while. They have plants all over the U.S. and uh, Canada as well. You know, they're an injection plastic molding company that came in, and and their goal is to create over 200 jobs for our KPAC community. They're investing 13.3 million dollars um, into their building, which is awesome. And then also, you know, they have good paying jobs as well. So that's those are all. That was huge for KPAC to draw, to bring Axiom in. And now we're able, for some people in our community, they don't have to drive as far. They can work right in their backyard, which is great. Another thing that Axiom has done since they've been operating is they've drawn more businesses in. So we've gotten a lot of interest in whether it be you know fast food or other businesses that are taking a look and saying, you know, if you if Axiom draws in, brings in 200 plus people, they're going to need a place to eat. They're going to need a place to go. So, you know, those are all positives for KPEC. We're really Absolutely. thankful for that opportunity and we're just glad to have Axiom with us. So, yeah. So there's always a spinoff effect too. Whenever a company is investing money and creating jobs, it creates more jobs in the community and more investment. And KPEC is benefiting from some of that now. And that's the next thing I wanted to kind of touch on with you is some of the other positive things that are happening, like the new pocket park and some of the grants and other investments that are coming to the community. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So first, when I was tasked with the village manager job, one of the biggest focuses for my council was to to look at our main street and, and to our main street is there's a lot of potholes. We're trying to fix some of that infrastructure. So that was one of the things I was tasked with. Another, the the other thing was we in downtown actually we there was a, a former gas station that the village took ownership of, and we were able to tear down the site, clean it up, and so you know we we have a lot of different projects going on right now, and they they're all kind of going on at the same time. The pocket park was funded solely by grants, which is huge to us. 
And we were able to create a pocket park where we host music. We do an event called Music on Main. That's Thursday nights in the summertime. I believe we ran like a, a 10-week series, and we featured a lot of different bands, a lot of different genres of music, which was awesome. We've also, in the pocket park, it's, a, it's really a small lot, but we were able to use the cross streets to try and, and make it a little bit bigger to yeah. bring people in. A lot of uh, people in our community, they bring their uh, lawn chairs and relax. We have music. We have food trucks. And, and so it's it's been really nice uh, for KPAC because we've we've never had any of these things before. And so the pocket park actually, I believe we started construction last year. Well, well this year in wintertime, February, and we built a pavilion. We did some stamped concrete, uh, landscape design, all those things. So it's a beautiful park. If anybody has a chance to come to KPAC, it's it's really in the heart of our downtown. And it's something that we've used on a yeah. uh, all the time, you know. So it's and, and you awesome. got to have those gathering places for people, right? I mean, that's that's one of the things that they like about small downtown, a place where you can get together with your neighbors. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have we have people that that come downtown and they they grab takeout from a local restaurant and and sit in the pocket park. Um, we've actually done some festivals as well too. So we introduced a new. Fall Festival Chili Cook-Off this year that we had at the end of uh, September. And that was an, an awesome festival that we did. So we're really using the Pocket Park as much as we can. And we look to grow on that for next year as well. So one of those other foundational blocks that I talked about was infrastructure. And you were successful at getting a pretty big grant to redo Main Street streetscape projects, all the sidewalks. And although it's going to be very disruptive to do it, you have to reinvest in the community to keep it viable for the long run, right? Yeah. So after we did the pocket park, we got a lot of great feedback and people were thrilled that, you know, the pro they were thrilled with the project. They loved the concept. And I, I told our members of the public and, and council also informed the public that this is just a sample of what is to come. So we know that we need to do a a streetscape project that'll be a, essentially a four-block building-to-building total reconstruction in our downtown area. And like you mentioned, you know, it's infrastructure, it's sidewalks, it's paving, it's landscaping, all of these things. Not exciting. You know, it's it's one of those, it's, it's very expensive, I can say that. So what's crazy is that the cost of these things is just so much. And for a village our size, we really struggled with how are we going to fund this project? And so we were lucky enough to get a earmark for $1.3 million. And that's just going to, that's going to cover almost half of the project. The other portion, we're looking at other grants, other opportunities that we can take advantage of to complete the project. The project hopefully will be in 2024. We're looking to start and uh, we may be able to do it in phases so we don't disrupt the businesses downtown. And that's what we're kind of hoping for. Yeah, but that's going to be a big project for the future because you're only going to do something like that about every 30 years anyway. Yeah, and so we really want to make sure we do it right. You right. know, there's a lot of things to consider, lighting, parking, you know, all of those things. So we want to have a lot of feedback from the public. We want to have feedback from the business owners as well. So we plan on having multiple public meetings on the design of our downtown. But I think 
it's going to totally transform our downtown area in KPAC. And hopefully we see, you know, more positives build on that. We have a program with our DDA, a facade program for business owners to redo their, their facade on their building. So we're hoping that once we transform our downtown area where it's, it's more walkable, um, it's more vibrant, then that will, you know, the business owners will see the benefits of that. And then they will also start doing some of those programs where the, they, they update the facade. Right. Yeah, that's how it works. You also have some improvements coming to your water system. That's not sexy to talk about, but you received a lot of money to do that. So the, the one thing in the last couple of minutes we have that I really wanted to touch on is this KPAC Catalyst project that's going forward. And, you know, thank you for the invitation for EDA to come out. And we had a couple of us were there for one of the public sessions. But this would bring a co-working space to serve entrepreneurs and small businesses in the community. And it's it's not something that you necessarily have in a lot of small downtowns, but I think that that location and that community is ready for it. We uh, received an earmark for around $271,000 to create kind of this small business center incubator space. To me, it's one thing that our village council and myself have looked at since I've, I started with KPAC, and there's a huge need for it. I believe that if we go through with this, we're still in the process of looking for a building. But once we get the program running, assistance with the EDA and working with some foundations, we're looking to really use the program to, to help entrepreneurs be successful in our community. And the goal is, you know, they may be successful if we can help them get them on their feet and get them into a brick and mortar building downtown. You know, that's the end goal for, for us as a municipality, but also, you know, just uh, to give the spark to these entrepreneurs that maybe they don't have the resources, but we can get them in touch with the right people to get them going and to have a successful career in business. And they're going to be, it's going to become a, a critical part of the new small business hub that, that EDA is establishing across our seven county area. So this would be one of those centrally located places that entrepreneurs in that whole area can go to for help. So yeah, we're excited to be partners in it. Yeah. And and so these are things that you, like you mentioned, you f- you find uh, these sort of programs in, in larger cities in our county. But for us in KPEC, it's huge for, for us to have this opportunity to be able to launch this program. And I hope it's going to be a huge success. In 30 seconds or less, what are you excited about for KPEC's future? Yeah. So, I'm, you know, KPEC, we have a lot of potential. We have a lot of projects going on. This year, we received uh, approximately $8.5 million for grants for all of these projects. I just really think that KPAC has a lot of potential, and now we're, we're just starting to tap into the, some of that. We're really focusing on music, arts, bringing people in, a sense of community, and I think all of it is really starting to come together. I believe that when you, when you see KPAC in the next few years, you're really going to see a lot of improvement to our community and to our, our little town, and I really think that people are going to want to be a part of it. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today and filling us in, telling us about all of these great things that are happening currently or will be happening in the village of KPAC. And also, I want to just point out for people that if you want to learn more about any of this, you can go to the village's website, and the website address is villageofkpac.com. So thank you. Thanks, Dan. You can learn more about the EDA and great communities like KPAC 
by visiting the EDA's website at www.edascc.com. I'm Dan Casey with the EDA of St. Clair County, and I hope you'll join us again for the next podcast of Our Shoreline, Your Horizon. Thanks for listening. To hear more, visit the podcast page at WGRT.com or find Our Shoreline, Your Horizon on your favorite podcast app.